Hello everyone, this is Carmen and Moises and you're listening to Liga Burn. Liga Burn. So the title of today's podcast is... Pass me a blog. <laughs> well, pass me two blogs. That would be for you in your case. Yeah. But the title is Splits. Okay. Because we, we're trying something like that tells you like how... How good am I? Uh, yeah. At <laughs> Splits, like pass me two blogs. Yeah. No, but we usually talk about, we've been talking about like our balances and handstands and back bends and hip openers. So I think it's time to address this important topic. Because yes. it's just one pose. <laughs> it's actually not one pose. It's, it's two. You can, you Front can. and side. <laughs> so it's basically two. So you have no. the frontal splits. And the transversal split. Uh, no, but it's Clips. actually... <laughs> but you can do them in the swimming pool, you know? So it's like mm. two different options in underwater. No, mm. you can, you can, you can, you can do, do it laying on the bed. Like, in, oh, in different, ah, posi- different, in different positions, with different options. You like can, reaching to the like, corner of the bed, like... <laughs> what, what, like that, where, you know? where do you do splits? Like, I mean... It feels like splits. <laughs> I'm not sure what you're you, saying. If you look from outside, I'm not sure exactly it's going to have the exact same shape, but it feels the same. But you get splits out. It's just they have so many applications. And not you really, can, no. You can do them in so many poses and so many positions, like recline or standing or, you know, regular splits. And you, you can just do a, a lot of things, a lot of poses with them. You can combine them with back bends. You can combine them with, with inversions. You can do... So many things. They're very versatile. But I think, coming to your point, uh, one of the reasons they are so fundamental... Fundamental. (laughs) Let's just put it that way. Second word. It's because you you need to do so many things right to make them happen. Like being flexible. I have, <laughs> no. to, I have to be flexible. I, mean, I have to ideally, do it right being flexible. I, 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 you have to I'm do not it. sure I'm doing it right being flexible. Uh, that's true. You're probably not doing I'm it I'm doing right. it a bit You're wrong. not doing it right. But you, knew, you need to do so many things in order for them to happen. Um, you know, And even if you are, let's say that you're doing splits all the way down to the floor... There's just so many little details, so mm. many nuisances that you can mm. you can work on always. Block, no block. <laughs> you know, it's the food because on one the of mat, the things outside the mat. <laughs> what are you talking about? One of the things is well, the front and back leg, they're doing completely opposite things. I mean you're you're stretching you're stretching different, let's just say, different muscles. They're the, the other side. Right? So you're doing right, yeah. you know, the front hamstrings, the back hip flexors for example right it's just a, just a very general thing and it's it, it just feels like it's so um it's very easy to kind of fall into bad habits in that mm. pose but i mean the whole because yeah okay so you you stretch the front hamstrings and the back hip flexors on top and maybe the front leg is rotating a bit more out towards and the back leg more inwards, maybe, you know, like a, yeah. so you can square the hip. But isn't the whole hip squared versus hips open, like how different people do it? Because people coming from ballet do splits one way. People coming from martial arts do it the other way. It's just, it isn't just the... Do you do, when you did martial arts, do you do... Do we you never work? talked about this shit. No, but do you, you ever You put something work? in front of you and you walk it with the leg. 
You know, you 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 hit it. But you must have practiced because a like, lot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You do splits. You splits all the but time. But the, the, no? the idea is that you have somebody in front of you and you want to kick the head with your foot. Right? Yeah. I don't give a shit how, how squared how my hips it. are. Can yeah. I bang him on the head with my foot? Yes or yes. Yeah, that's not the approach. That is that is that's useful. The, you know what I mean? There's a head. My foot is going there. <laughs> can you reach it or not? Yeah. Um, and can you balance right to, and do, not fall. to do that? To do that. Mm, yeah and uh, so I mean, what so what, what what was your question or what what were you saying that, that, uh, why that is it, it wrong it or is, right it is, is, is the discipline that you come from the whole open the hips not open the hips that's actually true i mean to a, to a certain not. to a certain degree i understand what you're saying but i mean if you are have you talked to how many years did you actually do martial arts and have you talked to people that have been doing martial arts for 30 or 40 years and how and, the hips feel and how do the hips feel and, mm. and how, I mean, that's cause I, from what I've heard is that if you practice like a lot of kicks, etc., eventually it's going to get in your, in your hips, it, mm. it will get in your hips and, or in your lower back. I and uh, you won't be able to kick as high that anymore. as high or as strong. But anymore. I mean, it's also like a violent kind of move against the joints, against the body, and you know, yeah. your, how much is it like you're opening the hips, and how much is the true the trauma the, to the, the muscles the throw, and the bones and the, the throwing leg, and the throwing the leg. Uh, I mean, structurally, structurally, uh, you want to. I mean, you just think about the skeleton, uh-huh. and you want you think you know, like imagine that you're just stripping all you know the skin and you just leave the muscles, muscles. And, and the bones and you're trying to go into splits and most people will try to compensate there's mm-hmm. just a lot of compensation patterns that happen when you do splits because right? they don't square perfectly and you want to square the hips so that it feels like an even amount of tension on both sides because one thing one amazing thing about the hips is that uh, you know like the pelvis and, and the hips themselves, they just, the, the spine and the hips communicate and they connect, right, at the sacrum, mm-hmm. right? So that mm-hmm. you share, I mean, sacrum is part of the spine, obviously, of, obviously, but it's just, it feels like it's part of a circle of the of hips. Of the hip as well, right? yeah. Of, of the hips. So this, there's that point of contact that the spine and the hips come together. Mm-hmm. And so that, plays a very big role when okay. you when you're doing your your splits because those are the structurally like the biggest longest strongest yeah. uh, muscles in the body st- uh, stronger like bone structures oh, bone, sorry, 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 sorry. Of, of the body right so then if you are let's say i have tight hamstrings mm-hmm. then or i have tight hip flexors then very likely my hips are going to pivot to the side you know to the side of the back leg because it's just it's pulling mm. me like my the tension in my muscles are pulling me in that direction now when i turn towards the back leg then the sacrum is going to feel more pressure mm-hmm. on one side than but on the yeah, other true. and you do it five ten times perhaps 50 times 500 times and you know it depends on how often you practice and how much you push right but very likely it will get to a point that you'll start to feel like there's mm, one side that you. it is it is just but if you do both what if what if what if you do both sides wrong yeah don't they balance each other good good point good point i i, I don't believe that 
No, in all seriousness, so two, I know you're trying to make two me bads, laugh. Two bads is one good. <laughs> I know you're trying to make me laugh and make make a joke out of it, but there will be... I in, can see the logic. In my, in my opinion, there will be one side that is always more dominant than the other. Because you're one more side. tense. You, you're more tense or one side one side will just dominate more same as you always do your things unless you are ambidextrous mm -hmm. which you you've tried to be no, it, it did not work very well <laughs> it, didn't, it, didn't work out. it didn't work out for you so can you imagine you write it with both hands yeah perfectly perfectly the same no, i couldn't pull it off you know it just, you, you couldn't pull it off and it, it is a quite I was a, very slow with the left hand <laughs> I can't believe that you even tried, you know, uh, but it, it's same People as would you. People ask me at work, what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah, like what are you writing? You write it like a normal person, then you write like a three-year-old, you know, on the, yeah, on the other hand. Basically. Right? Or you would have to be very conscious about it. You pick up the phone with a different hand each time. Oh. Or you open the door with a different hand each or time. Or spaghetti. What? Ooh, spaghetti. You can eat spaghetti with a different hand. You, so, you, you eat your pasta yeah, with, a, with exactly. a different hand. Exactly. Like to exercise the fingers. And actually, like... Like you'll see that many times, like sometimes you may brush your teeth with one hand and maybe you pick up the phone with the other or, you know, mm. or you just, you're more, Different you have more things. dexterity to turn pages on a book with one hand or write with the other or steer with a spoon with the other. I mean, it's just, it depends on what you're used to. Like so practice, right? it's not, it's not balanced at all. So by definition, you're not going to be balanced because you do asymmetrical tasks mm. all day long. So this is also a very asymmetrical. And even, I mean, I'm just talking about the upper body, but the lower body is the same. When you're standing, you know, are you very self-conscious? Are you leaning to one side more than the other when you're standing and staying mm -hmm. still? Are you, when you're driving, when you're sitting cross-leg or crossing one leg over the other? I mean, you name it. Just so many, so many things. Mm -hmm. So there's no way that when you're doing your splits, you're, you're, coming out of alignment the same amount on one side and on the other. So your theory sucks, bottom line. Okay. has yeah. some holes, but I think I can work on it. <laughs> no, you cannot. No, you cannot. Yeah. But, but the point is that, you know, most or many people, um, not most, but I, I say many people, especially in the beginning, they find their biggest priority is to go to the ground. Yeah. Like I want to reach the floor Or if I do splits, like vertical splits or standing splits, I want to reach a perfect straight line. Actually, right? I, my goal is more like on the vertical splits, like more than 90. <laughs> All right, if so I can get above 90, you're I'm good. looking good. You're, you're good. I'm so one, good 180 again. is not, not your goal. I'm not, I don't think, no. No, it's no, not. It's no. not, no, it's not. That doesn't no. address you. It's, it's like a snob goal. <laughs> okay, okay. But, uh, but if you want to, I mean, if you... Um, if you're always distracting me. Yes, I see. I, I have. I always have my train of thought, and you're always saying. You're talking stupid. about my goals being great and no need to have 180 in the vertical that splits. Pe that people get. That people get more obsessed about the shape of it. Like you want to mm -hmm. make a straight line or a flat line on the floor, and at any cost. And you think that because well, but maybe not you because you're not a, yeah. not a good example. But if yeah. you you think that. Maybe using blocks mm. or raising my hips and squaring out more, or it's it's going to take me further away from my goal. When in reality, it's actually a shortcut because it's going to take you. 
where you are on that path, you're never going to go any much further than, than that. And um, for example, like many times when you're doing splits all the way on the floor and you try to do a backbend, that is a wall that people hit all the time. Like you uh, do, if you're hitting on a square, you fall. Yeah. When you're doing a backbend and you try to bring your back leg to your head or you try to grab it, then it's very difficult in the with beginning. With your hips open, yeah. With, with your hips That's open. True. And I mean, and there's many more elements at play, you know, it's, it's not just like the squareness in the hips. I mean, you are you, uh, your hip flexors and your psoas, how much do you stretch them? And do you actually maintain your hips in a neutral position so they can actually really lengthen in any centric way? Or uh, your hamstrings, what do you do about that front leg? Are you externally rotating your hip a little bit? Are you, what, what are you doing? Are you just opening your leg out to the side and do a diagonal or it's a sneaky, what, are you, sneaky what are you doing to kind of, are you bending that front leg or wh what is going on? Is it all of that limiting you? Is it your glutes? Mm. Is it, I mean, you name it. Is it more like your abs, your transverse abdominis? I mean, it's just, it just so many elements that could be limiting you when you're doing your splits. I mean, and usually it's actually a combination of those elements. It's not just, rarely you will find that it's something, it's only one, one thing. One of the muscles. It's just my things. hamstrings or it's just my psoas or it's just, it, that's very rare. Usually it's just uh, something that has been cooking for a while and it's just, it um, has spread it in different areas. It's yeah, not just, just one thing. So it's more blurry than, than just one muscle, you know, so let's just put it that way. In order to get better at splits, is is it all you have to do practice splits? I mean, a one good element is definitely practice. No, but I mean, some some poses we, when you you trying to do like a, yeah, I mean, forearm balance, for example, or something like that requires like balance and strength and this and that, right? A bit, a bit mm -hmm. more complex. The or I mean, I I like the poses that if you practice the pose you get better at the pose. Then, you know? uh, I, no, don't, I, mean, I don't think any pose is not, I mean the, the, not like that. The, the, the very difficult poses, the very difficult poses, they have like so many elements, right? That sometimes you have to like work the more the strength, more independent than this, more independent yeah, than that. Yeah, I see that. what you're saying. Or the, usually with complex poses, when I, when, I, when I can see that more often, right? I mean, if it's like a, something more basic that is mostly strength, Mostly balance, mostly whatever, right? Yeah. It's yeah. that pose, you can just work on the pose and that's it, right? But I mean, this seems like a pose mostly about flexibility, but it at the same time, it looks hard. And it's, it's not just about flexibility. I mean, to me, <gasps> the more, the more um, one good thing or one thing that you can try to do and the one thing that helped me to connect more with the low abdominals, with the pelvic floor, is to think that when you're doing splits, you want to almost float up off the floor. Like make like, them active. Like, yes, like you're like, like sucking through a straw, like, like going up, like lifting up again, like pressing with your heels, front heel and back foot on the floor, and just like go up a little bit, like whoop, lift up. Just okay. kind, of, kind, of, kind of like that. Um, it's obviously very difficult to, to lift 
just an inch or a couple of inches off the floor, but it will make that uh, connection with the pelvic floor and with your low abdominals much clearer than if you that you just like falling down, uh, just open your legs like uh, and just go into it, you know, like a spaghetti, like uh, just uh, I'm just like all spread out with, with those legs, mm. and that that doesn't work. Same for the middle splits. I mean, we're talking about the the, the regular splits, Hanumanasana or the regular uh-huh. the regular one, and then the transversal splits or Samakonasana is same thing. The only the, the, the Van Damme splits. Only those are uh, much more even. Uh, just the both legs are doing a similar action, mm. right? So it's just it, it is it feels much more even. And some people are very good at the front one, one the yeah. front one, frontal ones, and very bad or like just they just not as advanced. They're not that close to the floor, right? Uh, on the samakonasana and vice versa. I've seen people that are very good at the at the middle ones and not, not good, so good at, at all. Front. Like. You, they can barely start to go down in the in the frontal splits. The transversal ones, you recommend sitting on the floor and going forward, or lifting the bum off the floor and being all in the air except the feet. I, I recommend. I think that it depends. This is just because Van Damme a, does both. <laughs> so, this is such a general question. I mean, he's he's very versatile. Yeah, it's and, just uh, he's so, it's not a guy. So good, so good, so good, uh, but. To me, you want to practice both. Like, do you want to practice more active on or more passive uh, stretches? Like this, this active versus passive, right? And both have good, good points. Okay. Both, both are beneficial in a way. I mean, if you are always, because now it's just so much about active flexibility, active flexibility, active flexibility all the time, and, I think and it's a which fashion. is, which is great, and. Uh, because there's also a lot of studies that back up that science, you know, that, that say that your flexibility is going to stay with you longer if you are doing it actively, if you work on it actively. It's more real, too. I mean, you're going to yeah. use it when the muscle is being engaged. Exactly. Exactly. And also le- less, less dangerous, in I a mean, way. I mean, the muscle you know? is protecting the joint. Exactly. It's not like so if you go passive, the, ex- the stretch may just go to the joint and... It makes sense. Okay. It makes sense. But on the other on the other side is okay. Uh, but do do I want to like do every single stretch? If you're a very active person like me, just very intense like me, but do you want to do every single stretch like fighting? This, no, like yeah. so, with so much fighting in you, you know, and just so much struggle or so much like fire. Uh, not I don't say struggle, but fire. so much fire in fire. you, like going mm. for it right you don't understand because you don't have, I have so it. much fire you don't have it you have a lot of fire for other things i have a full barbecue going for, for, for other things but you save your barbecue for other things like a sunday barbecue right? thing. But, but it's not with chorizo and but everything. you don't but you don't you don't apply that to, to your yoga practice but some people some people just put a and lot hummus. of uh, shut up it's a an lot international of, a lot barbecue effort, a lot of fire into into their their practice their barbecue. right and sometimes they they need to back off a little bit and relax mm. and just somewhat ease into it because you're also program, programming your nervous system to think that every time you stretch, it uh. has to be like, ah, ooh, ah, I'm just going to like just really go, whew, just push, and just go for it. 
And yeah, I mean, there's sometimes you'll have to do that, but sometimes you also want to ease yourself into like, uh, or maybe arrive and relax there or take a couple of long breaths or something. So neither, neither one are good alone to me on their mm -hmm. own. So neither the passive, like you're like, oh, this is so effortless, like, oh, or the super active 100%. So you want a combination of both. For me, that is what helps the most. Nice. You know, um, so I recommend you do, yeah, like what you're saying, like let's say you're doing your middle splits, so you can do them more recline, for example, on your back with your legs against the wall. Oh, I never thought of that. And you open your legs more, or you can put like some extra weights, like, like ankle, ankle weights like or sandbags, sandbags or something to make your legs open more. You can do it more actively with rubber bands or you can stand up and just slide out slowly and go only to a point that you don't lose control. I think that's actually a pretty good one for middle splits. Like you go only to a point that you're still in control of your middle splits and you don't sink anymore. And because your feet will want to slide. Mm. Or have, if you've ever tried yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've tried. Your feet, you're, you're, I've tried. Your feet will try to slide out like, woo. And, and yeah, of course, I mean, it depends on the surface that you're practicing on. But ideally, you want to be able to control that sliding because you're pushing down so much. Yeah. And just kind of like making, engaging that inner growing in your inner legs so much that you can stop the slide. And you're like, here, I am Van Damme. And I'm just like yes. stopping, stopping that. And if, if I want, I can go a little bit more. So you want many times when I practice, I do, okay, hold it, hold three, and then slide for three. And then you hold three, and you slide for three. And you hold three, and that it gets to a point that you're like, oh my God, I cannot, I'm going to fall. I mean, I literally mm -hmm. fall, you know, and, uh, but whatever whatever i mean is that that helps so much or just simply holding it at a height that it is easy, easier easier uh -huh. than what you would think and uh, if you're not close to the floor your fingers are not touching and you can put like two blocks under mm -hmm. your hands and you just simply stay there and that like one minute for example oh wow that's a long right? time two minutes no it's, it's a lot of time 90, yeah, that's what I'm 90 it's seconds. a long time 90 seconds one minute doing that it's quite quite interesting what, what what happens because you are you strengthen differently than just sliding like all the way out you know it's, it, it is a very different and eventually what uh, like you were saying should I if I practice it more do I get better absolutely I think splits is one of those poses that for most people you're gonna improve. I, I would say clearly and fairly quickly. I don't know how how much you'll improve or how fast. Or how much you have to practice to get And how much you have to or, practice. Yeah. That depends on every single body. Also, let's say that you are a runner mm. or you bike to work yeah. or you, I don't know, and you kind of, you do some activity to really actively shorten the, those hamstrings, for instance, or you shorten your hip flexors for whatever reason, then you're probably going to have to stretch more than someone. They, they'll get tighter. They'll just The tissue will get tighter just because you're doing the, that other activity. Maybe if you're sitting at a desk 
all day, maybe you don't have that problem. You won't have that problem. You have the problems of being stiff from being sitting down, but not from biking or running. Because we've all, I mean, we've taught classes to people that were runners or something, and they have some of the worst hamstrings, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, some do stretch, but some don't. Yeah. And... And so it's, it's very tight for them. And hip flexor is very tight and the glutes very tight. And, you know, if you don't stretch those, then, yeah, they, they, they tend to get short, shortened. But definitely if you stretch them, the poses that you mentioned, like scorpion and all that, I agree that it's a combination. The more complicated the pose, the more factors it has, that pose, the more, the more elements it has, it's actually more difficult to improve. If you have balance and flexibility and, uh, I mean, just so much, so yeah. so many elements, then it's going to be very difficult. But if with splits, just regular splits going to the ground or, you know, or middle splits going to the ground, you only have to, only in between quotes, right? But you only have to control like how fast you're going down and can you keep your legs somewhat active, you know, when, when you do that. But... Because I, when I do this, I mean, I'm not, fant- I'm not fantastic. I'm just You're actually pretty decent at splits. That's the thing. I, I, would, I am actually surprised. I, I'm surprised too. I don't know why. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> when I do the splits on the, on the ground, it is not horrible. Neither the front nor the side is not horrible. I mean, it is not fantastic, but it's not horrible. But the vertical ones are horrible. Yeah. Why? Well, why um, are my vertical splits so bad compared to the other two? <laughs> Question for you. Well, when you are doing, going into your regular splits, you realize that you gravity is helping you to push down. I like gravity, yeah. You, you like gravity that It's a way. friend. And you're also, gravity is pushing, and you, you yourself with your own kilograms, with yes. your own pa- pounds, yes. you're just like sinking down and forcing yourself into the stretch. I am, I am a prop. So your your are your own weight is a prop to open the legs. I'm a wider. sandbag. You are you are your exactly. You are your own sandbag. Yes. So you you are your own person that just like ah yeah. oh, forces this place. And this floor is right there. It is like so you just squash your splits between your weight and gravity and the floor. So you're just squashing yourself like whoa like that. Whether it's frontal splits or middle splits, yeah. But when you are doing your vertical splits, you have to fight gravity for starters. You don't have those extra kilos, mm. you know, those extra pounds to help you. And it all, all of a sudden is very much about your glutes. Mm. I mean, because a lot of lifting that, be- that upper leg up is tremendous Bump, bump power. <laughs> okay. Tremendous strengthening in your glutes and your hamstrings low back but mostly i mean glutes definitely have to play a very big role i see in that so are your glutes ready for it you or have not? to work your ass off you have to literally work your ass off in in that in that pose okay. in that pose and many people that um go in, into that pose you're just more worried about folding forward or, you know, getting your hands to the floor, your face to your mm. nose, to your shin or something more so than perhaps don't go, don't go so far down forward and stay more connected with the upper leg. Because oh. can, can your nervous system handle that? Can you actually go and lift 
lift up that back leg, um, stay a little bit more engaged, anatomically speaking, with that upper leg some more. You know, and just not, don't just fall down. Focus so, more on the leg so that you're going up. Unconsciously, focus on, on that leg that is happening. Try not to open or over rotate your hip, uh, which is also one thing that happens because on the ground, on the floor, you you have a lot of feedback from the ground. True. Like you're, if you're rotating your back thigh out, which is what happens, your knee ro rotates out and your hip rotates out that way then you get immediate feedback from the floor. And you're like, get your knee under, like tuck it under, etc., and just roll your thigh under. But when you're in your vertical splits, you don't have that feedback. you just in the air, that knee's in the air. So it's actually more difficult to control that and resist the temptation of over-rotating the hip out, you know. But to me, though, I mean, I don't want to over square the hips if i over square the hips too much i don't know if you've ever tried that it happens to me all the time but i mean maybe my experience is different than yours do, do tell do tell if you over square so 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 much then it all goes into the front hamstrings right when you're when you're right yes exactly so what happens to me yeah <laughs> yeah yeah you read my mind there yeah because you're lifting let's say you're lifting your hips up you're doing your regular splits and you over square so 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 much and you all of a sudden you just don't feel anything on your back leg this is perfect on your back hip flexors because you're you're very elevated right mm. and so maybe that's what you want maybe you want to really 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 oh so you square so much that you cannot stretch the back exactly and that happens to many 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 practitioners so you square so 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 much It's almost like that opposite hip is pointing towards, the back hip is pointing towards the front leg mm -hmm. that you feel only the front hamstrings. The front. You only feel it there. And your back leg is like it, it doesn't exist. It's just you don't get any, any, of it, any stretch at all whatsoever. So for me, I like to just find that edge. There's, there's, a, there's a fine line. This is, this is a zone that you're not over-rotating out and you're not over squaring, that it is just perfect for you. And for every single person, it will be a little bit different mm -hmm. depending on the structure and everything. But, you know, maybe it's a little bit pivoting out. For most people, it's a little bit pivoting out. But you're definitely going to feel it in your psoas. It's very clear. You're going to feel it, you know, just how it stretches your abdominals, how it stretches your hip flexors, how it stretches the front leg. And you're like, this feels very complete. This is a very complete stretch right now. It feels like both of my legs, both of my hips are just, one is just pulling, pushing. It's just, it's like the perfect pull, pull, and one and one and the other. Mm -hmm. Tuck and pull, right? And that's what I like. To me, that is that is a perfect zone. I mean, that that's nice. just, that's that's my opinion. That's nice. But, nice. you know, um, but there's some people, I mean, I've been to classes that are very purists, and they go like, absolutely not. You need to square so much your hips. Or some people that they don't, they don't care. They just like uh, yeah, do what, yeah, do whatever, yeah. right? It, it doesn't matter. But it's it will help. I think it helps. You get more out of it if you do that. If you just find that sweet line. And same with your vertical splits. You know, if mm -hmm. you you can put your hands on blocks if you need to, or you know, don't fall so far down. But can you feel it in both legs when you do vertical splits? 
And let's say that is you're the, not... Is the, is the weight the problem for me? The, oh, the one I like a lot. And maybe it's because I, the vertical no, splits are not fin so good. Finish this, finish no. this, oh, this sorry. thinking. The, finish this, this line of... The thought. vertical splits, the, they are kind of connected. My big problem is how heavy the upper leg is. I see. So, um, I mean, the lack of flexibility doesn't allow you to lift the leg into a comfortable position. So it is so. But, it, but it's also so lack, lack, of, lack of strength in your glutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, so the, the glutes are not strong enough to lift the bloody thing. The flexibility is not helping you lift the thing. So nothing is helping you lift the thing. Okay. You're just holding there the way, you, however you can. And so in a very short time, the thing is very heavy. The leg yeah. is very heavy. Mm-hmm. That is why I think I like. The, you know that down dog thing that we do with the legs? Like, it's like a splits against the wall mm-hmm. with the head down. Like a, it's like a vertical splits with a wall. Like a down dog doing splits against the wall. Yeah. I like that very, very much. That helps a lot because it gives you the sensation of the vertical splits kind of. Yeah. And the wall helps you a ton to hold the, the upper leg up. And you have the feedback of the wall to know where the hips are squared or not. Yeah. So it has. It's like a win-win-win. That's 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 actually true. That's actually a very good um, exercise to practice. And if you think that works for you, I, it I does. Think, I, th- well, I, think I don't know if it works, but uh, it's a it's a pleasant experience compared to the vertical splits. I think you should practice that, and then next time that you practice it, and if someone that is listening you you want to practice that as well. So let's say that you go and you stay. You know, you keep breathing and just get a little bit closer to the wall. Mm-hmm. Like you, so you let's say you're in downward dog with your, you lift one leg up, and you try to rest that foot on the wall. Yeah. Right? The upper foot on the wall. Or you put the left foot on the wall and maybe even the knee. And sometimes the bottom foot is the one that flies up. For me, that's yeah. because I cannot like do it exactly. very well. So. So you you go to a point you can walk your your hips a little bit closer to the uh-huh. wall. You can walk your hands a little bit closer to the wall until you get to an angle like okay, this is a good opening for me. This is good. Mm-hmm. And then you stay there 30 seconds, 60 seconds. And then I want you to try to move just a tad, just a little bit further away from the wall again, just a little bit. And then try to get that foot off the wall, like float, right? So it will be like a vertical splits Mm -hmm. almost, but, but you'll have to fight to not touch the wall. Can you stay five seconds, 10 seconds without touching the wall? And then you can rest your foot back on the wall and rest for a moment. And the back foot, the, bo- the bottom foot, do I put it on a, on a block? Or it's flying and it's pushing against the wall? No, or no, what? the back foot is on the floor the whole time. Okay, okay, okay. The okay. lower leg is always... So I cannot leave the back, the lower foot off the floor? No. It has to be on the floor all the yeah. time. Okay. So that, that's... The idea is that hopefully with some, some muscle memory and something's going to kick in. Okay. So the, let's say you... People are visualizing a perfect vertical splits with no, your no, no. flat on, you know, with both legs against the wall. But let's say that you make it a little bit easier and you yeah. walk your hands and your hips more forward. So yeah. it doesn't look, it's closer to a down dog with one leg up than a vertical split. Correct. Okay. So it's closer to that. But then, but... Still move out and then lift the Still move out. So your base foot is on the floor, your upper foot is touching the wall, can you lift the upper foot off the wall for five seconds and then drop it back on the wall and then lift it up and then drop it back on the wall? And that is going to give you tremendous strength Interesting. Of the, for what you need. You know, so that when you reach your vertical splits, when you do your vertical splits, you definitely 
because at the you when you're doing your vertical splits, it gets to a point you're like, oh my god, this is so challenging, oh, and it gets worse and worse and worse, and then you stop. Yeah. Your leg stops, and it just doesn't go anymore. Mm-hmm. This is going to give you more degrees of height, and you will have right at the moment that you need it the most, when you need it the most. Nice. Right, the moment that is just stopping, and your glutes are stopping, and you're like, I cannot lift this leg anymore. I just can't. And I think that would definitely help. It's a very good. I I used to practice a lot with uh, with people that are, you know, some people are have more tension in the legs, or they're more chronic, you know, yeah. chronic tension in their no, body. I mean, I've seen I've seen people, and this is amazing and about we splits did, we too. We did that. We did that with with, some, with many of those. Have you know, or have you had experience of? Some people, their muscles, they like the tonus, the the Feldenkrais tonus. I mean, some some people's muscles get softer when they are relaxed and like uh, harder when they are tense. But some people stay very tense when yeah. they are relaxed. And yeah. uh, I mean, mostly men, in my experience, have have uh, keep more tension in the muscles, and still they can get to improve their splits. I mean, even with the muscle not being able to relax as well. They they keep stretching it, which right. is very amazing. Because for for them the what what you would call like like the zero the relaxed or, state or, or the, the... a relaxed state or a zero between relaxed and starting to engage a little bit mm-hmm. that line is different on, on every single person. Mm-hmm. So it's some people be like very mellow and chilled and like ooh and you know a little bit engaged. For me, it would be like nothing like you are still playing you're not doing anything right mm-hmm. but for them it's just already some work because they're just they're used to be a very chill people and yeah. then it's the other way around some people are just so wired and so hyper or so stressed that for them a little bit of relaxation and you try to like you tell them like relax relax and just relax your shoulders relax your traps relax your hands i mean you name it and they just, they cannot. Yeah. They're just like, this hand is so tense. Like sometimes when you're teaching new teachers to just adjust. Yeah, the adjustments. And the, the hands are still very tense. And I'm like, these hands are too tense. Or your traps are too tense. You just, you need to soften a lot yeah. more. You know, th- those hands or those traps or those legs. But for them and for the nervous system, it's like, yeah, I'm, I'm relaxed. I mean, <laughs> they think it, they, it, it is relaxed. Their experience for, is relaxed. You know, it, it's a relaxed state Great. for them. So, yeah, you have to keep that into consideration. That's why when you're adjusting, you know, different people doing splits, you see them. And some people, are like, you know, you see, you see their quads just 100% engaged or what you think is 100%. Some people are like, quads are just not that bulky. Or like, oh. mm-hmm. Some people are their quads are just like very... Like relax and shake even like they they feel like it's just very soft. The tissue Mm -hmm. is very soft. I mean, and the quads are just such strong and big muscles, and that when you're doing your splits, many times they protrude out, right? And you're like, this person is just. It looks like those muscles are just so like not doing anything at all, right? Yeah. And so for every single person, it's just slightly different, and. And the rotation in the hips slightly different. So for someone, it will be, you know, more. It will feel very square when they're in an angle, and some people will, will feel it will be completely square, and they can be even more square. So it, it just varies so much. That's why it is very rich, and 
no one size fits all in, in this case. So you have to just kind of play a little bit by ear, just how, how it goes. But we like to tend towards squared hips. Yes. I mean, yeah. So that is kind of like a general goal. Yeah. And then you do it, or the, you square the hips in a way that, and whatever means natural or correct to you, or I don't know what that means, to be honest. Also, one, one thing that you were saying with your vertical splits is that, you know, when you engage in your glutes, that is also going to help you so much when you do backbends. Like, mm. let's say if you ever want to practice, you know, doing backbends in your splits, whether it's vertical splits or regular splits or middle splits is going it's going to help you so much uh for your backbends as well so it's it's interesting to nice. keep that in mind and train that um to make to make it happen but i've seen people that have practiced that practice their splits all the time and barely improve oh and people that do not practice their splits that much i mean they practice but you know not every day and they take pretty big steps, you know, they, uh, they advance. So it's and we don't how, know why. no, it's how you do it, okay. how oh. you train yourself and, and, and how you practice, how you schedule your practice. I think that takes, uh, it's important. But what does that mean? That. How, what is the right how? <laughs> the right how is, is a, it is a good question. Okay. So we don't know. It's, it's a good question. I mean, I, I know what works for, for you. Me. That's the thing. I know, and I know what So you have works to try enough things for, to... For many people that, I, that I've... To do tell. That I've uh, practiced with. What works that, for that many I, people? Um, the general case, they wouldn't... Active stretches, um, standing poses, um, active exercises, bands, blocks, uh, lots of proprioception. So you try to lift from the blocks or lift from the floor... Uh, fight, fighting gravity. Um, More active than passive. A combination. combination. Like I, I, I was telling you, a combination, a combination of, of Because you can, you can make it very active and just like, try to lift up or something and then try to surrender completely and just relax more. And that will just get you deeper into your splits. So, so you combine, a combination of both. You combine the active and the passive. You combine placing the hips in the right angle so you can feel both the front leg and the back leg. You combine the doing it on the ground and doing it in vertical space and doing it at the wall. So variety helps. Yeah. We like, you like variety. I think for the sake of, of the body, it helps so much if you try to different versions of splits. Or you approach the problem from different angles. Yeah. Each it will, it will definitely will give enrich you each one of them. Not just practicing, okay, I'm going to get on my knees step one leg forward yeah. and try to slide the leg out with the, with my towel Hold. and just and see where I get okay that is one way but you can you can do so many more things that will likely take you further than just this one pose one path you know mm -hmm. and it will definitely take you yeah. so 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 and enrich you so like, much and you have much more fun also when you practice yeah. because it's just you know, many times splits are just kind of tedious because you have to hold them, you know, and it's kind of boring in quotes, right? And I don't know if it's boring for no, you or not. not. Super fun. <laughs> but for some people, it's like, I have to hold it one minute, and you're like, I don't yes, think I've ever thought, like, to. oh my God, this is boring. Yeah. No, no, I, I have, I think of other words. 
yeah. but not boring now. Also, I mean, uh, doing it, I mean, you were, you were saying in vertical splits, but can you imagine doing it in inversions, like in handstands <sighs> or in forearm balance, right? And doing your splits. So yeah. that is, you put the balance element big into play also. I mean, it just, you have to have amazing, I mean, amazing splits to be able to, to fit to them able, into the thing. To be able yeah. to just like, they will slightly show in your handstand splits or in your forearm balance splits, you know, it will, it's just very challenging, much yeah. more challenging because you have new elements at play, your yeah. balance. I mean, it's just, it's so, so much more difficult, you know, much more than your, than your vertical splits. True, true. So, I For mean, For me, it's, it's more like a V. <laughs> a V looking this way or a V looking that way. So either you do the V like this or the V like that. Yeah. V one leg forward, one back, or V legs to the side, but it's a V. Yeah, okay. It's the okay. exact same V. But for some people, it's... And I call them splits. They, <laughs> some people that want to work on them, they will call them splits. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah, you call, you call I them... I can call them splits, but it's still a V. Yeah, right now. <laughs> okay, okay. At least you're you're clear about it. You're I'm clear very clear. About it. Very okay, clear. that's good. That's good. Yeah. So no more questions then. No, we're done. I have you're, I have it all clear now. You have it all clear. I know how to work on them. You're Thank you very much. You're ready to practice your splits yeah. now, and let's see what happens. Exactly. I, I want to revisit this in yeah. six months and yeah. see how you exactly. splits. I do it. Absolutely. And your vertical splits. You will forget about this, so it's good. I can <laughs> I can say yes, no problem. Okay. okay. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you. This was Carmen. And Moises. You listen to Yoga Burn, Burn. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.